listening to The Cooler Ring, a podcast made for manufacturing marketers. Here are Carmen Perry and Jeff White. Welcome to The Cooler Ring, a podcast for manufacturing marketers brought to you by Cooler Partners. My name is Jeff White and joining me today is Carmen Perry. Carmen, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing well. You know, um, it, uh, it's as good as can be expected, really. <laughs> for someone of your vintage <laughs> indeed yeah. indeed yeah i was actually i i uh i, I was uh, dealing with a, a trainer person this morning and um said like any aches and pains i'm like you're kidding me right <laughs> they're everywhere like uh, yeah no like they, they don't even worry about those at this stage you're just like we're just adding new ones on top of that's ones. right but you know like i i can't complain it's been good no exactly and how are you i'm doing really well yeah i'm excited for today's show me too yeah i i think the anytime we get to have a, a fellow podcast host on as well you know yeah, it puts a lot of pressure on their audio quality. We expect them to be better. <laughs> yeah, I know, and, and they generally are. So. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 So all right, well, let's, welcome. Let's dive right in. Indeed. So joining us today is Santa Vinding. Santa is the executive director of product development and marketing at VCC, and also, as we mentioned, the host of the podcast Mind the Innovation. Welcome to the Cooler Ring. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it's awesome to have you on the show. Um, well, I, I want to kind of uh, get into the meat of our conversation today, and and in some ways that kind of I think um, uh, has a foot in both camps of what your day job is and what the podcast is. So yeah. I guess can you tell us a little bit about VCC and what you do there, and then I'd love to then transition a bit into what you're doing at the at, at the podcast, Mind the Innovation. Sure. Um, so at, at VCC, I'm responsible for product development, so new product development and also marketing. Um, so they're you know, promoting all our electronic components, which we manufacture in North America. Um, so that's bringing it out to distribution through the, all the channels, making sure that we actually are reaching the engineers using our components. Um, so that's where it's really good to have the product development and also the, the marketing side, because it's, it just goes together. Um, a side note is that I actually am a, am a mechanical engineer in my background. That's how everything started. So I do think as an engineer, which I think is really helping in the position that I have. So bringing out new product and saying, okay, what are these engineering looking for? I'm combining everything there and on their website and every way we communicate through VCC is how can we educate that engineer to make a much better design? Um, and and that's, 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 that's everything. I wanna make it easy for everyone and also for the consumer uh, of that end product or end device, that it's a, it's an excellent design. So that's that's the whole, you know, bringing our components all the way to that consumer using it, but maybe not noticing that we actually delivered one of these components because it just works. It actually illuminates, it communicate um, to make an action uh, for that for that consumer, and that can be in anything, right? It can be in your refrigerator at home. You open it up, and you need to change that water filter. Um, that little light shows you now that it's red or it's orange. Orange will say you need to order, right? Red is saying you're too late now or you need to do it now. Um, and, and you don't think about it. It's just the, 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 how light is communicating in your day, daily life. You don't notice it. Um, I'm a geek, so I notice every <laughs> <We> light. <laughs> I take pictures of it. I think my family's like, oh my God, we're on vacation and you can't stop looking for this. Um, so so that, that's how it's, how it's combining it. Um, but but it's great. So, 
It's like me in typography. You know? <laughs> yeah. Drive my wife nuts sending her photos of signage with bad kerning. So, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. everybody yeah. cares about that. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to lose a point that you made there about the combination of your role, at both in your background as a as an engineer, but more the the combination of you know someone who's creating products as well as helping to sell and market them yeah. is not as common a combination as 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 you made it sound. There, you made it sound like the most natural thing in the world, but uh, you know it. But it's natural for me. Yeah, no, it's not natural out there to see see that kind of background. Um, so so that's good, right? I'm unique. Um, no, but but also um, I'm I just to to put it into to the, my my podcast called Mind the Innovation. Um, I I never stop learning. Um, I get inspired by seeing either it's a bad design and then saying I can improve that, or I get inspired looking into different industries and saying, okay, if they're market a product or communicating how to go to market with this product. How can I use that in the industry where I am? And I think in the manufacturing world, um, some of them is dinosaurs. Uh, and I hope you can see when you go to the VCC's website or you see what we're promoting, we're not dinosaurs. We are ahead of the game. We have video on the website. We are using GIF files. Uh, we have a lot of guide on the website as well, educating the engineers of how to be a becoming a better designer. And in the end, again, as I said, right, I just want to keep educating um, and and make anybody a better person better you know if you don't know it you know go here and you and you can actually learn it so on the on the podcast that i have or where i'm hosting is having different experts on and asking them saying how did you succeed um and also asking you know what 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 could you have done differently if you looked at yourself 10 years ago um and some of these advice or some of these how to execute uh what, what we talk about can actually help you and me um, so, so that's why I, I have the podcast. Well, I noted on the podcast uh, website where you talk about where it's for leaders who are ready to elevate their skill set to new levels. And I thought that was an interesting kind of point of connectivity to today's conversation because what you're noticing is really um, the skill set of the workforce writ large has essentially rapidly elevated during yeah. the time of, of, of COVID. And, and, and you're seeing a, a lot of ramifications of that, implications of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be just look, right, how what happened when the pandemic hit, right? Everybody went home and then we had to work from home. It, it was not, it was technolo technology, technology, pandemic forced us to be home, but then how we had to communicate and then still do, you know, do our task, do the projects we were on, keep the world running um, and be safe, of course. Uh, but, but, but the technology we used actually forced us to a new skill level. It was not saying, oh, it will be nice if you, if you can start using you know, and, and, uh, this project software so we can be better at communicating. You didn't have a choice. We were forced to actually to upskill to new technologies. Um, and if I look at my phone, or if I look at what I've been on different calls, I've learned how to use Zoom. I've learned how to use Teams. Um, I've learned, <laughs> I have WhatsApp on my phone because I have certain people in my network that will only use that one, especially if it's in Europe. Um, uh, you just have to, and everybody has a different user interface. 
So it's forced you to say, okay, how can we go on? It also forced technology companies to, to change what they're working on. Um, I think Zoom got hit hard right in the beginning because a lot of companies just jumped on that platform. Um, and they had a roller coaster of their roadmap and they also were forced to say, okay, we need to speed up because that's a demand out there. Um, so that's just on, on how we're using the technology. So I think we, it just accelerated how all the technology but also the way of working. We've jumped many years ahead. If this pandemic wasn't there, uh, we would have been in, in, in another place, um, still good place, I think, but, but we can also look at that pandemic. Uh, it's been a roller coaster and I'm sad for the ones that, was, that turned out sad, but if we could look at the business side of it, there's actually some good stuff that happened that because we learned new skills, we learned how to communicate in different ways and we're still learning. I'm not saying everybody is perfect. Uh, we're, we're still getting there. But it does make, um, and we're just at the opening uh, bell, if you will, of, of now, now what? Yeah. Like now that everybody's learned or at least gotten to a certain base level of skill set with say yeah. uh, video platform you know, video Different conferencing platform exactly um that now it, you know it turns to the, the marketer the sales people to say okay well now how do i change how can i further change what i do knowing that there's somebody there that's going to be able to deal with yeah. it right hey when you think about yeah. it it really is about how do you leverage people's renewed sophistication or, or new sophistication with technology? Mm. You know, it's kind of an interesting way. I hadn't really thought about it that way, but it's true. Like before everybody knew how to use Facebook. Now they know how to use all of these other different tools and they're bringing that knowledge both into their work as well as their daily lives. So, you know, they're, they're going to be better at computers and mobile yeah and if you were a salesperson three years ago that wanted to try to pioneer uh doing uh your sales calls via video well you're going to be facing a lot of people that you want to sell to that are like yeah. what are you talking about <laughs> and they can't use the platform they don't yeah. want to be on it like there's a whole so you're almost then that experiment is only going to a very thin yeah. slice and now now you know you could i think dream beyond what people already know because if they've learned that they've also learned how to learn these technologies if you will yeah, yeah. i don't know but look I, I i'm not the guest on the show what am i going on about <laughs> i don't know anything does that make sense are we uh, are we are we picking up what you're putting down yeah i i, I think it's it it drips down as well through an organization they they have to revisit their strategy. What what are they where are they heading? Um, and again, the acceleration of, of skill set also impacted strategy. So if you look at the company, um, it it drills down that that the whole digitization that we're all growing more technology or changing the platform we're using or technology we're using. Um, you have to rethink. So because of, if we take supply chain, uh, they got hit hard. We're still hitting hard on on our supply chain. But, but for manufacturers, um, if they're waiting, if it's for raw material or if they're waiting for product development where they're working overseas with companies, um, there's a lot of delays or there's the communication. It takes a couple of days if it's overseas uh, to get your prototype, to get it approved. There's a lot of things happening here. Um, so if they're rethinking and saying, okay, now that we learned all these new platforms and technologies, um, could we do nearshoring instead? Uh, or will that benefit us? 
and it's always it's always a balance because you say oh yeah but then maybe we pay more for the labor but yeah but on the other hand you'll say yeah but we can actually react much faster because it's a day-to-day -day communication and now we don't need to travel um, that could be another one right you actually can have that zoom call or that call on teams um to to take some of the faster decisions that you need to do right in here and then you still need to travel i don't think travel will disappear but in the order of how we work and the order we, we communicate and it's the same with marketing um i have to sit and say okay what's the strategy how do i get the engineers to to the website how do I get them in to get interested? Do they need to see our manufacturing place? Will that help them to see this is what it looks like instead of actually waiting to say, oh, I need to talk to somebody in sales. I need to actually arrange a visit. Um, what is it that, that they need? Or is it a little chat bot so you can actually get answers right there and then instead of you're emailing in and then you have to wait for, I don't know, how many days sometimes. Um, but having a chat bot right there can answer the questions or if you have faq on your website that can help you answering some of these questions that you have so there's so many different ways that that you can present um, and get the information that's important for your user uh, so they can make some decisions uh, or get get much faster in what they're working on it's um it, it's interesting to consider um uh, rapid and broad uh, based adoption of, of new digital tools and what and, and what the implications are there. I find it interesting when talking to people through the course of the pandemic interviewing guests on the show, um, there seem to be there seems to be at least a thread uh, you know that those people that can't wait to get back to trade shows, you know like the, the folks that almost, like the, they almost hate the fact that they've been on, I think a lot of us hate the fact that we've been on kind of video calls for so long. And um, so it, it seemed as though they were almost, there was going to be a, a deluge, a, an, an equal and opposite reaction, I guess, uh, yeah. to the adoption to say, let's move. But then um, I kind of almost liken it, I think, to um, uh, negative advertising in politics. Like, everybody likes to say it doesn't work but it works <laughs> and and maybe nobody likes to say that they like uh some of these new digital tools and meeting this way but it, it works and I, yeah. I i i think part of what you're saying here san is that you're, you're you're betting that it's going to persist that this new skill set shift that there won't be a regression that this is this is a permanent fast forward that has happened yeah no it, it trade show will come back conferences will come back we still need to 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 be in person and and talk and get inspired and exchange um i think just in the sequence of how things are happening has changed and that will stay on so again if you take a salesperson if they they in the old days like we call the old days uh, right they will maybe visit and saying hey right look at my kit right here do you is there any of these components what are you working on the way they communicate to customers have changed um and that's also just been on the whole all the digitization as well um that you research more before you actually have that conversation saying hey i actually want to talk to you guys now um but but back to the salesperson they won't travel as much in the beginning and 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 nursing customers in the same way they will travel when actually there's bigger projects to work on so that has that has for sure have changed 
Um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that a lot of organizations that need to restructure of thinking, saying, okay, what is our strategy going to the market and with sales and marketing, what, what does that look like? Because habits and, and lifestyles, things have changed. And, and there used to be a, an age divide in that, right? I mean, mm -hmm. people would look to the, the way that they would see sales potentially happening in the future, and there might be some younger adopters in the sales organization, but the now old people were still everybody. Old. Now it's everybody. Yeah. And then there's the other side of it, or kind of almost an amplifier to it, I think, is that, let's be honest, the old people have just gone away. Like this year in the U.S. alone, there's two. I think this, I read an article the other day: two million more baby boomers retiring than was than were already expected to retire. So, which is of course adding to the labor crunch and all of that. But um, you know, the, some of those two million are salespeople. Yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. and they're not being replaced with folks that don't know technology. Yeah, yeah. The other thing that I think it, it makes interesting to consider is how you know if if meeting in person is now going to be less frequent or uh, you know to put it another way maybe even more precious when you do finally get to meet you can look at how you use those in-person meetings those in-person times in a very different way whereas before that was kind of just that was just how it worked everybody you you met as many times as you needed to and and all of that Maybe now that's only really happening at the, you know, a transition phase where it's moving from sales into service or, or whatever. Like there are interesting opportunities, I think, to leverage that, that dance a little bit, and how it how yeah it recalibrate how it, how it how it unfolds. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It it has changed, and and again, not every company will be at the same will not have the same journey. So there will be the ones that are getting it and are fast of doing this transformation through the organization. And then there will be companies that won't be as fast. And I'm sure not all of them will survive because this has changed the, you know, in the world we live in. Are your digital marketing efforts bringing in too many junk leads? Stop wasting time and distracting your sales team. Account-based marketing can help give your marketing strategy the laser focus on qualified buyers that you need to increase your pipeline velocity, close more deals, and grow your business faster. We've created a sample manufacturing ABM plan to help you get started. Download the sample manufacturing ABM plan at bit.ly slash sample ABM. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash sample ABM. I'd like to get into a little bit what prompted you to uh, to start the podcast and what are some of the things that you've learned that you didn't uh, anticipate? Um, so... I love communities. So on the marketing side, I'm a member of different communities um, and that's where I get inspired. I learn, I can ask good questions. I can ask questions where I'm maybe not as pro and then I turn in to be a pro after because I get, I get help. So I was like, okay, how I, I, this is really great, this community. How can I create a community ab around innovation? Um, so, so that's wherever I'm also the, um, on the board on LPPDE, which is a product development board of organization that actually helps and go in and saying how can we innovate uh, in a more structured way uh, and lean product development. So I was looking at these two and I was like, how what you know how can I create this community? So actually I created a community. We are a handful of members and we meet every month. 
um, and it's great. And we started to trust each other. And that's just, again, called Mind the Innovation. But I didn't expand it because that group turned out to be really good because it was a small network. And by trusting each other, we got closer to each other. So I was like, okay, what can I do? How can I expand it so it, it can actually go further out? So that's where I said, okay, what if I created a podcast called The Same Mind Innovation, invited experts in, ask the questions, and it's from strategy, right? It's to communication, it's from HR, touching all these subjects that we are talking about. The Last week, we talked about habits, you know, what, what can we, how do we get these bad habits? How do we get the good habits? Um, and, and that actually, some of all the, of the outcome from, from these meetings that we have in the community, I bring them back into the, to the podcast, and then I can reach a much bigger audience. So, so that's, that's, that's why. I, I love that about both about how you've done it and, and about podcasting in general, because it really does create a, a network of interconnected people um, who've had a similar experience. Um, when you think about what you've learned there, how, how might you bring that back to VCC? Uh, or how do you how do you bring your thoughts there? And how is uh, how is that received? So it's, it's a learning journey for me. And as I said earlier, right, I, I love to learn. Um, so to, to be in the leadership team, um, you need to be able to lift up your head and look further out and look ahead and saying, what's the strategy? And, you know, five years ahead, 10 years ahead, what's, what's going to happen? So being able to have experts on my podcast and ask them questions, um, I, I can ask and get a really good dialogue and say, but what if this happened or what will you have done? Uh, or what do you see as a challenge? So it, it actually opens up um, my world even bigger to have that broader um, perspective on, on what's going on in, in the world um, and also looking into different industries because sometimes you can sit in your own little manufacturing world and say, oh, everything is good. <laughs> but by, by looking out and looking into the medical or to looking into just different industry or looking and saying, okay, what's actually happening in, in HR that's going to impact the company where I'm working at uh, what what is it that I need to be prepared at? So it it actually makes me a much better person. Um, I I it gives me an opportunity to ask questions, which I love, um, and I think that's one of the biggest um, biggest. You, it's just so important in your whole life. Don't keep asking questions because that's how you learn. Um, and it's okay to ask the same question more than one time if you don't understand the answer or if you just wanted to go deeper. So, um, so that's just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm becoming a better me. <laughs> Self-help through podcasting. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> well, but it is yeah. true. Uh, I, I know the technology uh, uh, kind of uh, skill setting, if you will, in this instance, wasn't inspired necessarily by the pandemic, but it's, it's an it's interesting, accelerated with it. well, and it's an interesting uh, case of another example of uh, a technology shift in some way podcasting enabling a different uh, uh, different way of learning basically in a different way of networking and you know it's just not that dissimilar from how our adoption of video etc across the workforce also changes just how we can um, absorb I, I'm kind of curious because I can't imagine in the product development side of things that this hasn't also impacted there mm. like it's probably easier for you to get feedback from customers uh, because of the, the new technologies, uh, maybe integrate with um, 
and, and collaborate with other engineers in a more seamless way? I, I guess, has that been your experience? Yeah, but so so new product development, right? You get input from a lot of places. It can be on the trends, what's going on. It's from your engineers that you have in your team. It's from the sales team talking to customers. It's the customers asking questions. So you go into the log and saying, what are they asking? What is it that we don't have? And is there a lot of these questions? It's to talk to distribution and saying, what are you hearing? Um, and also, always, always look at the car industry. What's going on there? Because they're always ahead of the game. Um, it can, yeah, just from human-machine interface to colors, the car industry is, is right there. Uh, so it's, a, it's to get all that input in and making sure then that you put it on your roadmap and your, your way of sorting the information and then saying, okay, this is maybe a cool factor product, but it doesn't match what all the criteria that we have. Um, or you're saying, yes, it actually matches everything. This is the gap in our portfolio. We need to bring it in. But to get all the information that you said, yes, that has been much easier because everybody is answering their phone or you can connect with them on, on different social media platforms and saying, hey, you know, I, I need some input. Do you have time? Um, and in everybody got lonely being remote. I know we're slowly going back and in some companies you have more hybrid uh, where you're home a few days a week and you're in the office a few days a week. But the everybody got a little bit lonely. We got tired of the webinars. We wanted actually to have and saying, hey, how's it going? So when I've been reaching out and saying you know, what to find out what, what is what's going on, what is trending, what is it the engineers are having trouble with, has been easier because they were they were hungry to meet a person even though it's just in 2D, right, on, on the computer. No holograms yet. <laughs> <laughs> no. Technology exists. It just, I don't know. We haven't adopted yeah, well, it. Was it this, I don't, why would we? Cisco came out with that some time ago, right? Um, Remember they had that yeah. conference that they held? Like People were in the U.S., but it was they were on a stage holographically in Italy or something. Yeah, maybe Ted. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. The one thing I, I think it's interesting about that, and to kind of bring it back to uh, – a more marketing side too is mm -hmm. that that notion of um, using the tools to gather the requests and understand the customer requirements that doesn't just inform the product it informs how you market the product too right yeah yeah but if you if i think i always look at how do i if i'm looking for something new what do i do right i go to google i search how do I search? I write a question and then I look who's answer, you know, what, what comes up. And then if like, yeah, it didn't hit, right? I search again. It's all about being the best out there that can answer the questions um, of, of what's to, to solve, actually, to solve the questions that an engineer will have. So, so that puts me back in my engineering mindset of saying, okay, if I'm working with electronics or designing a device, uh, what will I be looking for? Um, and again, expanding out because you don't want to just have the same portfolio. We want to expand our portfolio. We want to have new categories. Um, so, so that brings it brings everything together there. And and again, you you need to you need to ask questions when you talk to to engineers, um, and for them to fill out a form, you won't get what's in between the white lines on that form. And that's where you get some of these nuggets. So it's so good to have that conversation with the engineers and saying, what, you know, what did you struggle with? Or, or also just saying, how did you find this product? 
um, if it's something they already are using some of the components because then you learn and saying, oh, that's what you search on? I didn't know that was the word that you used. Um, so let me make sure that I, I expand on, on that word um, so, so more engineers can find it. A bit of an old school way of approaching SEO, you <laughs> yeah. know, rather than just looking at the tools and, and trying to analyze how people have found you, you know, to be a bit more focused on on the users. And I find often uh, I've chatted with a number of engine, engineering um, engineers who are marketers yeah. uh, and they tend to look at the world through the through the questions being the, the problem that's being solved for mm. and that the, the notion of the questions persist and the solutions change over time, of course, as new innovations come along. But the notion of owning the answer to the question, I think that makes sense from an SEO perspective. Absolutely. My challenge to it might be the self-reference criteria, you know, how you ask ask the question. Uh, may not be how somebody else does, but then just as I was about to challenge you on it, you told me that you listen to other engineers and see how they ask the <laughs> question. So I didn't have a chance to do anything. <laughs> no, but but I think it, you're saying it's old-fashioned, um, but, but if you want to stand out and be an expert in your field, you need to have you need to have answers for what you have right now as your product that you're offering or what your services that you're offering. You need to stand out and say, yeah, we, we stand behind it and we can answer it. And then that's the foundation. And from there, that's where you grow. So when you do the Google search, right, did you earn it or did you actually just pay for a Google ad and then you're actually you're showing up there? And I think by earning to be on that front page makes much more trust to a company. When I look through and I'm Googling, I'm not looking at the ads first because they actually bought their way in to be there. They didn't earn it. Now, that is an interesting conversation. Well, we of course, get into. we know that that's true. <laughs> yeah. But then we also know that the polarity in terms of buying intent of a click when somebody that interacts with an ad is higher than somebody who interacts with an organic search listing. Yeah, um, but I, I do get the trust angle. Yeah, there's yeah. no question. That's why it's best to earn. Why, to both. why choose when you can <laughs> own both? Yeah. 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 Um, agree. But <laughs> but I also know we had customers saying, I actually clicked on you because you didn't have an app. That gave me more trust. And and had we have a bigger footprint in, in that topic because of, of we, we earned the, the organic search on it. So, but, but then I'm sure you can ask somebody else saying, yeah, but if you have both, right? That was, then it's like doubling up and then I definitely clicked on it. Um, you can, that's so much, right? Marketing is, is a whole puzzle of what to do best and you can do A and B testing and experiment and stuff like that. Um, I think it comes down to when you actually then get the click, do you actually answer and do you actually bring value to that engineer? Um, that's 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 what it comes down to, um, and how you Absolutely. get there, it you don't know. But if they find the value, they'll come back. If they find the value, they'll they'll stay around and check out your website or other places. I think that's critically, yeah. I think that's critically important. It's whether whether they you you paid to bring them in to a destination, or you've earned their way there. Um, you know, at the did end of the day, they get what they wanted. Did, yeah. Did, have you answered the question? Yeah. 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 And I, I, I think too, you know, what great advice for, uh, especially to think about the persona that you're, you're trying to talk to because they're going to think of those things differently. You know, an engineer might, might be more, uh, more likely to, uh, to implicitly trust organic listings than, uh, than others. Mm. So. 
I always find that interesting that when we talk about engineers, like they're this other type of a quasi-human species. <laughs> when nothing could be further from the truth. Yeah, but, yeah looking it, at it, how we need to use things and yeah. designing things around it. But but you know, if you click on something on an ad, it's going to follow you wherever you're going. And, right? Even if you go to YouTube, suddenly it shows up there. If you Google something else, it shows up there. So there is a certain engineers. I'm pretty sure. Like I don't want that. So fair yeah. enough. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh, I've really enjoyed today's chat. Yeah, this has been uh, a fascinating conversation. I've loved uh, kind of just uh, unpacking your world a little bit between uh, VCC and the podcast, and uh, it's been uh, it's been charming. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was, it was fun. <laughs> Thanks, Santa. Thanks for listening to The Cooler Ring with Carmen Perry and Jeff White. Don't miss a single manufacturing marketing insight. Subscribe now at coolapartners.com slash the cooler ring. That's K-U-L-A partners.com slash the cooler ring. <laughs>